bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, welcome to this edition of CBN Friday Special. I'm Stephanie Lee. With their boys' charm and bubblegum beat, the members of China's popular boy band TF Boys are driving the popularity of Xi'an, Shanxi province, where they held a concert on Sunday to mark the brand's 10th anniversary. As the legion of fans flocked to the Xi'an Olympic Sports Center to hear Wang Junkai, Wang Yuan, and Yiyang Qianxi crown on stage, revenue from concert ticket sales reached 35.76 million yuan, which in turn drove the city's tourism revenue to 416 million yuan, data from the Xi'an Authority showed. Whenever they come to town, fans are sure to follow with a spending spree. From Sunday through Monday, the number of online bookings for travel to Xi'an saw a surge of 738% compared with the same period last year, the data showed. Moreover, fans were looking to visit tourist attractions in Xi'an as the number of ticket bookings increased by more than 38 times, according to Trip.com. Xi'an has become the most popular destination for fly searches, according to Tongcheng Travel, another online travel agency. The related search volume jumped by almost six times from a month earlier, it added. As one of the first Chinese homegrown boy bands to reach and sustain global popularity, TF Boys is often called a cultural phenomenon, and the group's concerts anywhere are powerful crowd magnets. Fans took to the streets on the ancient city, waving colorful flags in honor of their idols. The venue itself was not to be outdone, but enthusiastic fans filling every nook and cranny outside the concert hall. During ticket pre-sales, more than 5 million people competed for the reportedly 30,000 tickets. Some sculptors have even resold front row seats for up to 2 million yuan per ticket, according to rumors. The steady influx of devoted fans to Xi'an prompted a trial to make an online plea on Sunday, urging supporters to abstain from gatherings and activities at venues, hotels and other locations, and be mindful of the city's capacity. Xi'an authorities, on their part, concentrated on measures such as strengthening security, prolonging public transportation operating hours, and releasing official guidelines for fans coming to the concerts. According to online travel portal Tonyo in Shanxi province, the rush is partly attributed to the strategic approach of Xi'an's culture and tourism authorities, who have organized events such as anime exhibitions and music festivals to draw young people this very week. And the city will continue to welcome further performances in August, including famous singer René Liu Ruoying's concert and two music festivals. The city will host 17 large-scale tour concerts by 13 groups of singers by the end of this year. And should fans miss the live concerts, they can still chair for their idols on the Netflix Lie Yo Cool, which had the exclusive rights to stream the events. Based on media calculations, the platform earned more than 18 million yuan from the concerts. If all the nearly 2.2 million viewers bought the most affordable tickets of 39 yuan to watch the show online, Yoku's revenue would exceed 84.3 million yuan. But some may have even purchased a premium option of 99 yuan to get access to more camera angles instead of just the main stage. 
Taylonomics. Same things happen on the other side of the globe. Yes, it's the Taylonomics that even caught curious attentions from the US Federal Reserve, the country's central bank, as the American pop icon Taylor Swift's 20 City Eras tour is on track to become the biggest in concert history, potentially grossing 1 billion US dollars. It's filling football stadiums that hold more than 70,000 people and Swift is often staying in town for several days, giving local business time to soak up the money. To get Swifties, as Taylor Swift fans call themselves, in their stores, they are selling donuts with Swift's face on them or concocting cocktails named after songs. A museum in Nashville rushed out an exhibit of Swift's costumes to coincide with her performances there. U.S. ticketing sites Ticketmaster crashed in November when U.S. Eras tour tickets went on sale. In Cincinnati, fans who did not get tickets traveled to the city to be close to her. On the two nights Swifts performed, thousands gathered in the parks around the outdoor Paco Stadium to sing along to the concerts. They also spent hundreds of dollars on outfits for the show, hiring designers to reiterate looks with worn on the red carpet or in music videos. As reported yesterday, Taylor Swift's era tour has already made over 300 million US dollars. Her 2018 Reputation Stadium tour made 345 million US dollars, and given that Swift is still yet to complete nearly half of her tour, it's extremely likely that she'll smash her own personal best soon too. In December, Billboard predicted that Swift would make as much as 590 million US dollars when the era's concerts are completed, and back then the American pop star had only planned 52 stops. Swift has been adding dates to her tour ever since, and she's now set to stage a whopping 146 performances. If Swift continues to make money in line with Billboard's projections, the artist could make as much as 1 billion US dollars by the end of the worldwide tour. It felt like 2019 again in Las Vegas when Swift performed there in March. The Tourism Authority in Vegas credited the Superstars concert with boosting visitor numbers to nearly pre-pandemic levels. The tour also got a shout-out from the Federal Reserve Bank of Philadelphia, which said May was the city's strongest month for hotel revenue since the onset of the pandemic, largely due to the Eros tour. Chicago and Minneapolis broke all-time record for the number of hotel rooms occupied while Swift performed there. In Cincinnati, spending related to Swift's tour reached an estimated 48 million US dollars, according to the city's tourism office. And the Taylonomics is going global. Swift announced last month the Eras tour was heading to Asia, Australia, Europe, and South America. Even though Swift isn't performing in New Zealand, Air New Zealand got to experience a Swift surge. People rushing to book flights to Australia, where Swift will perform in February. The airline had to add 14 more flights to accommodate 3,000 more people. A significant economic engine. 
tickets are now a hot commodity. Since China lifted its coronavirus-related restrictions in December, and entertainment venues were once again allowed to open for business, in-person activities have been in high demand, with fans frenetically seeking spare concert tickets. Concerts have been relentlessly trending on Chinese social media in recent months, and in the first half of the year, more than 500 large-scale gigs and music festivals were held in China, and they combined to rake in 2.5 billion yuan in ticket sales, with more than 5.5 million tickets sold, according to the China Association of Performing Art. The three months of the second quarter alone accounted for nearly 90% of the ticket sales. More broadly, the number of for-profit performances, including pop concerts, dance shows, and operas, in the first six months of the year, surged by 400% to 193,300, while ticket sales jumped by 673% to 16.8 billion yuan, and attendances increased by more than tenfold to over 62 million, according to data from the association. The surge in performance events such as concerts and music festivals not only generates significant ticket revenue, but also fuels the growth of related industries, including tourism and catering. During the week-long Labor Day holiday in May, concerts and music festivals generated more than 1.2 billion yuan for consumer spending, excluding ticket sales, including transport, hotels, dining services, among others. Recently, Jay Chou held four concerts in Haikou, each of which attracted more than 38,000 spectators. And Haikou achieved tourism revenue of 976 million yuan in just four days, three times the tourism revenue of the Dragon Boat Festival holiday. It is undeniable that the post-pandemic era has witnessed a remarkable resurgence in the domestic concert scene. Almost simultaneously with TF Boys concerts, the city of Yichang in central China's Hubei province was abuzz with excitement as Chinese singer Xue Zhiqian took the stage for his national tour. On Saturday, two concerts took place at different halls of the same center in Qingdao, East China's Shandong province, gathering more than 30,000 music enthusiasts. This renaissance of the concert industry can be attributed to multiple factors. Not only has the resurgent consumer market paved the way for the revival, but an increased willingness to spend on entertainment has also significantly contributed. Concerts themselves have evolved into many intricate and high-quality experiences, with advancements in stage design, audio technology, and supporting facilities. But more importantly, hosting gigs not only bring economic benefits to local tourism, they enhance the city's popularity and showcase its uniqueness and charm. For first-tier and second-tier cities, larger and higher-quality concerts attract more audiences, drive consumption, and increase tourism appeal. And for smaller cities, it is ideal to balance scale and quality. When it is challenging to support large concerts, lower-cost music festivals are a better choice, as they have lower requirements and can still boost a city's popularity. In fact, music festivals have now expanded beyond traditional locations to smaller cities across the country, from Changzhou in the eastern Jiangsu province to Guiyang in the southwestern Guizhou province. 
Authorities in Shijiazhuang, the provincial capital of Hebei province, are also betting on a long stretch of large-scale musical performances and festivals, the Rock Hometown event, to serve to amp up consumption and revitalize the region's economy. Furthermore, government support in terms of concert infrastructure also plays a pivotal role. For instance, the city of Xiamen in East China's Fujian province has introduced policies specifically targeting concert events that have led to an up to 30% reduction in venue rental fees. Similarly, Xue Zhiqian's concert in Hengyang, central China's Hunan province in July, was complemented by three days of free public transportation provided by local authorities, which offered convenience to attendees and greatly boosted local tourism. All these efforts not only fuel local economies, but also enhance the image of government bodies as surface-oriented entities. As the light steam and the applause echoes, it's evident that China's concert culture is back with a resounding force driven by passionate fans, artists' innovation and government encouragement. And that's it for today. Tune in next Monday on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.